Well, hey, welcome to the Jay Napier Show. We talk entrepreneurship. We talk business. We talk psychology. We talk success and everything else under that platform. So most recently, I have been encouraged and and really fired up because I've seen a lot of 20-year-olds who are out there making big dollars. And you might be thinking, well, what are they doing? Well, you know, a lot of them are doing this whole coaching thing. And uh, coach is a word that, it means a lot of things. I mean, you might think football, basketball, soccer coach, who's helping the team win a game. But there are actually personal development coaches out there. Some of them don't know their front side from the back side, and others, they're very, very good. Now, I do some coaching, so if you have an interest, I'd be happy to work with you, as long as you can go through the interview process. I don't work with just anyone, and I'm highly, highly, highly selective. So, you know, if you'd like to qualify, by all means. Now, I must tell you that this show is sponsored by Mega Resort Vacations, the foremost and best travel club group around. And folks, if you don't know anything about it, you can go to megaresortvacations.com. All right, so let's get going. So, you know, I've had the pleasure of being in business since I was 13. Uh, I had a newspaper out, you know, so the thing to do. And uh, then I moved on until I was about 16, 17, 18. And, you know, over the last, well, what is it, about 30 years, I have owned several different businesses. Some of them were kind of shoestring businesses where, you know, you're kind of running everything by the shoestring and hoping everything works. But other businesses have been very, very concrete, like a restaurant franchise or a convenience store. I also owned a soy candle company, a advertising agency. I've done a lot of things. The most successful thing I've done is travel. People love to travel. So it's a very easy business for me. And uh, I've got a lot of people that are searching for what it is that can really help them succeed. And, you know, a lot of times they don't know which way to go. It's kind of like a tree. So they're at the bottom or the base of the tree, and we'll call it a mature tree. And they look up and they start climbing the tree and they go on one branch and another branch and another, another, another. And they keep going up the tree like that, but each step of the way, they're kind of almost confusing themselves because they learn one thing over here and another thing over there. Now, one of the people I've had the pleasure of working with is, is a guy that, well, quite frankly, he was demanding, well, you have to have this, you have to have that, you have to have this, you have to have that. But he didn't succeed in the company I met him with. So, you know, at the same time I was winning the top sales award, he was fumbling around. And I, I wanted to help him out. But, yeah, there's a whole thing out there where I, I think it goes something like this. The Lord helps those that help themselves. Well, you know what that means? That means you get your ass up and you do something, whether it's a job or a business or maybe you're volunteering your time, whatever it is. 
you got to get your tail end up or you're not going to go anywhere. And I think that's a great topic for today's show. You know, a lot of people, especially millennials, millennials kind of get, I don't know, everybody focuses on the negative. When you think about the news and people talking about millennials and they talk about the kids that are in their parents' basement and they're 22, 3, 4 years old in their parents' basements and they don't want to do anything. They just want to sit there and live rent-free and do nothing. But there's another side of that. You know, there are millennials that are creating phone applications. There are millennials that are out there mastering uh, LinkedIn. They're mastering Facebook advertising. And they're mastering uh, Instagram and, you know, all the different social medias. But it's not necessarily the thing that most people want to do. Most people are just kind of into something else. But these millennials, if they'll play their cards right, things will go well for them. So if you know a millennial, by all means, pass this along to them. And I'm going to post this on my Facebook, and uh, uh, hopefully you'll like it and hit the old like button, share some love, you know, maybe even uh, share it on your page if you feel that well about it. But today's people do different things. We're in a fantastic economy. We've got, you know, U.S. Steel that's reopening a plant that's been closed for several years. We've got various companies adding more employees. We've got, uh, well, heck, everybody got a little bit of a break on their taxes and got some more money in their wallet. Now, there might be some people don't like that idea, but quite frankly, hey, an extra 20, 30 bucks is an extra 20, 30 bucks. What's that mean? Well, maybe you get to have another pizza on weekends or, I don't know, you put an extra couple dollars in your gas tank. Or maybe you uh, could give a crap, and you're one of those people out there that is succeeding well beyond what most people would. And I got to tell you, you know, I've been around the block a few times. I've had successful businesses, and I have had businesses I just need to get out of. And that does happen. So millennials, give them a chance. Just think about that and give them a chance. I know, I know. You want to kick their butt so they'll go do something. And sometimes they need that. But you have to have that leverage with them. You know, there has to be something in it for them or they're not going to do it. I mean, that's just it. Some people will want to sit at home and play their video games, watch their movies, and do nothing. And while I don't know a lot of millennials, I do know it happens. So how can you break that? Let's talk about that. So millennials are in a pattern. They do the same thing pretty much every day. I don't know, maybe some days they don't. Whatever their main schedule is, keep an eye on it. You know, maybe you'll notice that at around 4 o'clock they do this, and around 11 a.m. they do this. Some nights are up until 3 or 4 o'clock. Just playing the games, but there's money to be made in those games, and sometimes they don't realize it. So let me talk about breaking their pattern. Now, if you're one of those people who's been bugging the piss out of somebody, 
and and really just going through and when are you going to get a job? When are you going to go to work? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Well, they've heard it 411 dozen times. You have to break their pattern with something like this. Hey, how's the game going? Sounds like fun. Oh, wow. Tell me about it. You get comfortable with them. Break their pattern. They're going to say, huh? Is that my mom or my dad, aunt, uncle, whatever? And they're saying good things. They're not trying to get me out to get a job. Well, I like that. But you're breaking their pattern. And maybe, just maybe, you sneak down to the wherever it is they're at, whether it's upstairs, downstairs, whatever, and unplug their game. I mean, let's think about it. Depending on how old you are, you may or may not have had video games. You may or may not have had cell phones in your hand. You may or may not have had the whole transition from wall phones and cords and phone lines over to the whole, you know, 4G network, which is moving into 5G. No matter where you're at, these kids need a little bit of a wake-up call. Now, every situation is different, but that pattern is so important. And I'll give you a good example. Now, I've got some people that work with me, and there's a guy that's here five days a week. And I thought about it, and I thought, you know, He's kind of got this whole pattern thing going. I broke it. So one morning I said, you know, we've got a couple new things we're going to do. We're going to do this, this, and this. That broke his pattern. And my wife's been really good at it, too. Uh, For those who don't know me, I'm quadriplegic. And, you know, it was time for me to have a shower. And uh, he wasn't really helping my wife much. You know, he was just kind of lollygagging around. And she was doing all the work. And so... When it was time for me to get the shower, she walked away. Now, I'm sure she'd rather have done it herself, but this guy's getting paid to do that. So just, you know, let these things sink in a little bit. Because it's very easy to break a pattern. We all have them, no matter what it is. I mean, imagine for just a moment turning off all of your social media. No Facebook, no LinkedIn, none of it. And some people don't have any of that. But just consider it. Give yourself a rest. Take 24 hours and say, I'm not getting on any social media. None. See what the difference is. You can also do it with the news. Now, you may or may not watch the news at night, you know, 10 o'clock, 6, 5, 4, whatever. You may or may not watch that. Give it one last shot and watch it. And notice how much of the news is kind of negative. And I got to tell you, this is probably the worst part of the news, in my opinion. You know, there might be a, uh, a wreck, an auto wreck, and somebody passes away from that. So, you know, they may say one fatality. And then in the next cast, they'll say something like, David Roberts died. And is that fair? Think about it. Is that really fair to that family? I mean, here you are, a family, you've lost your loved one. And all of a sudden, here you are with 
the whole right in your face, David Roberts passed away. It isn't fair, is it? So consider that the next time you're doing things. Let me go on to move on to page two. Wake up, mouse grid, five, three, nine, nine, mouse click. All right. All right, well, page two here. Um, I don't talk politics much, but there's some key things you can learn from politics. Now, mouse down 10, mouse down 10. Boy, my program director's not going to be happy with me. But there's some key things. Go to sleep. There we are. So being quadriplegic, I don't use my hands and arms and legs and stuff. So if you think that drum there was a little out of corner, well, I'll fire my program director. You're fired. You're hired. Ah, see, I'm back. So let's move on to a different topic. You know, we started out talking about coaches, and I didn't get into that deeply enough. So I want to really dig into that coaching thing. Now, I only work with the best of the best. That's how I've always done things. I learned it very, very early on, and that's what I do. So, you know, one day I went to this big Tony Robbins event, and I met this lady, a very nice woman. And, uh, you know, then everybody kind of moved around and she had a seat right in the middle. And uh, Tony, you know, asked her to stand up and talked with her a little bit. And he said, what do you do? She said, I'm a life coach. Now, one day, Tony was on an interview and asked, you know, you're really a coach, aren't you? And... uh I'm trying to remember the guy's name from CNN. But uh, anyway, he asked him that, and he said, well, yeah, I'm a coach. But that word is thrown around so often that most people don't understand that there are different types of coaches. For example, a sales coach. You know, just imagine a sales coach. This is someone who teaches you how to sell, helps you sell, and they get you a little revved up and all. Maybe they introduce you to another coach. So I guess what I'll mention now is Grant Cardone. Now, he's been kicking around for a long time. He got his start in the car business. And, uh, well, one day I thought, well, I'm going to go sell cars. Didn't last long, about a month. But I went through this week-long training program uh, through Grant's company. And basically, you paid them so much, and if it didn't work out, they'd return your money. Or maybe it was, if you stay so long, they'll return your money. I don't remember. But um, it was it was very unique, and, and there was a pure sales approach to how things worked. And it worked, but it didn't work for me, which is fine. I mean... Chrysler, Plymouth, and Jeep wasn't exactly my best option. But anyway, 
you know, Grant Cardone now, you know, he's got a whole full system set up. He does big seminars and a lot of larger things. But what he does is basically kick people's ass. Not, well, is that the best word for that? Maybe not, but that's what he does. He goes out, and if you go to any of his events, ever see any of his videos or anything like that, he kicks people in the tail end and hopefully motivates them. I've got some friends that have been to his event. I've even met the vice president of his company. So he's just a guy like everybody else, a human being, flesh and bones. What makes him different? It's the whole mentality. And some people might say, well, he's a workaholic. I don't know. Is he? Maybe he's someone who's going to be a retire-aholic, right? I don't think he'll ever retire, but you never know. Never say never. Some of the other things I thought uh, would go well with the whole coaching segment is a lot of the trainings you will get from a coach are available in books. Now, not all of them are transferable. But these books are full of the same information you're going to learn. So one of the books that I really felt connected to was How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Sales. I think that's the name of it. It's by Frank Betker. When you get a chance, get the book and read it. Or at least listen to it on audio. Now, it is old school. You know, I'm talking about... Uh, going business to business, meeting the business owner and selling them, you know, life insurance, that type of thing. He was very good at it. And there's a lot of great parts of that. Today, you don't have to do the same type of contact management. But back then when I read it, what was that? I think that was uh, probably, I think it was late. 80s, early 90s, when I was first getting my start, and it was very, very influential because you have to know how to sell if that's going to be your career. And I got to tell you, it's a very honorable career as long as you do it ethically. You know, and I got to tell you, I have seen some unethical people. One of the jobs I've had was working with Terminex, and I did termite inspections. You know, you crawl underneath these houses and a lot of the Tennessee houses, they have crawl spaces. So there I was looking around, looking for termites and termite uh, tubes or whatever you call those. And, you know, a lot of times I didn't find anything, but I still made a presentation, an honest one. But I knew other people in that office that would make things up and they'd show termites where there wasn't any termites. And yeah, that's just not the way you do things. Or you're paying off the people who make the appointments so you get more appointments. And that's not fair. In fact, that happened to me. What did I show those folks up? All of a sudden, one day they had nobody at all 
to set appointments. Well, I went through there. I set the appointments. I made sales for pest control. And I got a $5,000 bonus. Worked my butt off. I ran the entire call center there. And they'd had three people in there. One lady was out. She was sick. One just quit, I think. Yeah, I don't remember what the other one. Anyway, I was the only person there. And it fit me quite well. But it's something I had done in the past. So what we'll probably talk about on the next podcast will be actual coaching topics. But I want you to think about something before we go today. As I've mentioned, there are various type of coaches. And I guess you could compare it to various paint colors. You can pull out a maroon paint color, and it's going to have various shades. So what you'll find is that all coaches are not the same. Now, I've worked with a coach before, and I think I wasted my money, honestly. I didn't really get a lot out of it, but I paid this man a lot of money. A lot of money. So what did I get from that? I learned from it. In anything you do in life, you should always ask yourself, whether it's good or bad, what can I learn from this? And that's what I try to do. It's it's not something most people are pre-programmed to, to ask themselves something like that. What can I learn from this? Whether it's, you know, the school board doing something you don't care much for, or maybe you paint the house the wrong color, or, uh, I don't know, you buy the wrong car. It's all something you can learn from. And, you know, that's what we really want to do. We want people to learn something from the podcast, of course. But also, we want you to be able to get to the end of the day and realize that, yes, that was a good decision. I chose the right coach. And, yes, I do coaching. Here's how I do it. It's $595 for six 45-minute sessions. So if you're interested, great. Now, I will tell you this. When you become a member of Mega Resort Vacations, I will give you those five, or no, six coaching sessions. And I got to tell you, if you go with the gold or the platinum membership, I'm going to add more sessions. I will add three more sessions to gold. So that gives you nine. And I'm going to add a total of 15 to the platinum. So when you purchase those, it comes with that. And I got to tell you, we have put a lot into that membership. I think it's great when you can go through and look at something and say, okay, as a member, I'm paying $2.99 for the week. The retail price I found was $16.95. Think about that for a minute. $1,300 savings. Now, our members save money on that. Usually the first or second vacation. The condo resorts are incredible. We have discounts on hotels. We've got discounts on rental cars and everything travel. We've got discounts at Lowe's and Nike. Uh, discounts on car insurance. 
uh, all kinds of stuff we put into the membership because we want you to have value. You know, that's why people get coaches, because they're looking for a new end result. You know, maybe they don't like their job and they want something else to do. Maybe they want more free time. Maybe they want to live longer, so they get a health coach. Lose weight, a fitness coach. There's so many different types of coaches out there that, well, you have to really look at your end result. I know a guy that specifically is focused on the mortgage industry, and he does personal branding. Now, I've been doing personal branding since 2002. I know a lot about it. I've succeeded with it. But this guy's great at it as well. And he specifically targeted the mortgage industry. And if you know anything about real estate right now, they are swimming in success. You know, I like one of the things he said. You know, those who are really successful don't just always pick up the low-hanging fruit. Because there's good apples at the top of the tree, too. You just have to go up and get them. And then what happens when all the low-hanging fruit's gone? So the real estate market takes a little bit of a hit. All of a sudden, you've got real estate professionals leaving the industry because they're not making sales. And I got to tell you, I mean, I've studied the real estate industry extensively. I would probably be in the real estate industry. However, I did have that auto wreck, which put me in a quadriplegic state. Can you imagine trying to show somebody a three-level home when you can't get up the steps? It's like, okay, put this passcode in and go look. I don't know. I just, I don't feel comfortable just saying that to somebody simply because, you know, who are you going to trust? So, on the coaching end of things, I want you to think about what you're really looking for out of life. What's the end result you're looking for? Some people might say, well, what's your exit? What's your exit ramp? What's your exit plan? Now, I like to think in terms of, okay, what's the best way to ramp up? You may have heard that term in an office or a new business where you're ramping up the business. You know, they come in and uh, they put some new walls in, they put equipment in, they put phone systems, anything needed, they put it in. Then they start hiring folks, training folks, ramping them up, allowing them to take some live calls or uh, you know, work with actual customers. And that's their opportunity to really make things work. And no matter what industry you're in, there is a ramp-up period. There is a period of time where you're going to need to learn new things. You're going to need to find out what's going on. And you have to be a self-starter. So nobody's going to come into your bedroom and say, okay, time for you to get up. Or, okay, time for you to go to sleep. No. You have to have that extra want, that extra desire to get ahead in life. It's the same thing that makes you say, okay, this happened, so I'm going to do this. Or that happened, so I'm going to do that. And a lot of times, you know, 
kids are a part of that process. You know, you might work the day shift and your spouse might work the night shift so that your child can be taken care of during the day and you don't have to pay for daycare. Now, I got to tell you, if you're one of those super successful people, you're already making six figures. The opportunity to make seven is out there. But you have to have a coach. You have to have a team and you have to have a plan. And that's part of what I do. I can show you the window to success. I'll help you break the window and we'll get you to the next level. But you have to have somebody coaching you along and you have to stick with it. So no matter what it is you like or don't like, no matter what your plan is, I'd love to work with you. I'd love to see you get into the travel industry. Simply because, well, there's a lot of tax write-offs and it's fun. You know, your spouse is not going to say, no, I don't want to go on vacation. They may. I got to tell you, most of them will not. Most of them are thinking, God, can we please go on vacation? And if you're a workaholic, I don't know, some people might call me that. If you're a workaholic or you have to work seven days a week to make things work out, I totally understand. I have been there. It is not fun. But I got to tell you, it can be. If you make it fun, if you make it enjoyable, and you do all the right things. So, here's your homework. Get a coach. I'm happy to work with you. You can reach me at 615-573-2536 or email me at j j a y at havingfunvacations.com. By the way, that is our retail travel website. But boy, oh boy, if you do decide to get into travel with us and become a member of our team, you will be amazed the actual pricing and the savings we can provide. And on that note, I'm Jay Napier. Look forward to next episode number 207.